honestly. talk and it just feels like there are marbles in my mouth and I'm like wow I'm just phlegm from not laughing. enunciating at all. We both just sound immediately sick all of a sudden. Like we started laughing and now it's like I've had a cold for 12 weeks. We're so sick. Sick. As in cool. <laughs> sick as in cool. You know how cool people like specify what yeah, they mean no, by I'm things. sick as in Cool. How See, the cool like kids say slang for like cool. Hip. Like I'm so like sick. Hip. I am sick. Red. <laughs> Red. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. <laughs> if you ask me. Pretty dope, I would say. Um, that's great. I love being up on the lingo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love really um being youthful. <laughs> yes, I would say very youthful, mm-hmm. very hip and happening. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my fellow kids. <laughs> Feeling very that right now. Oh. Very that. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm great. Mm-hmm. Um, just spent a long time laughing at some really terrible tattoos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, skeletons are everywhere. Skeletons <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. are famously everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just really fun yeah. to, you know, mock things sometimes. Yeah, and it's okay because the person who is the tattoo artist is a terrible person. <laughs> so it's Fine. So it's actually fair game, you know? It's okay. We would never criticize somebody's art unless they were a bad person. <laughs> and in that case, fair game. Fair game, go for it. Fair game. It's actually not a problem at all, so. Actually but doing otherwise. a public service. So. It is. It's actually, like, our gift to the world. Like, mm-hmm. you should feel honored, you know, that we're mocking it. Yeah, that we're even giving it the time of day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, famously with short weeks, they feel longer than any week before them. Can somebody do a study on that? Like, why is it that, like, a three or four day week somehow feels longer than a five day work week? It, like, overcompensates for, like, being shorter. It's like, okay, so how can we make this, like, painful and bad? It's like, you go into it being like, oh, I'm only working three days. I'm only working four days this week. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited. No. And then it never goes by even the slightest bit quickly. No, it feels like two weeks crammed in. into like four days. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like people, especially in office settings, go like crazy right before a long weekend. Yeah. And then there's like problems to fix when you get back because Always. people are like panicking that they're gonna be off for an extra day. Yeah, that's exactly and it. And it's just like, okay, you're fine. It's, it will be fine. It's one day. 
Just one extra day. Just one day, Taylor. It's just one day. <laughs> They're just seals. They're just seals, Taylor. You heard it here first. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I feel the same. I This was the first day that I worked this week. I was off for an extra cheeky day on oh, Tuesday. Yes. Um, that was nice. But yeah, th- today's Wednesday. Today's the first day I've worked this week. It's and I'm, Wednesday, my It's dudes. Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> Um, and I'm very much ready for the week to be over. Yeah. So, uh, a little disappointing that I still have two more days to I, get through. It doesn't sit right with me. No. This happened last week, too, because, again, last week I only worked three days, and it was like I came back on Wednesday, and I was like, okay, I'll get through today. And then, like, I was like, mm, but the week should be over tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'll, two days is the max I'm willing like, to do. Like, I see it. <laughs> I see it for what it is, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to be that way. No, I definitely do I not. would like to work one day and then have it be over. Yes. <laughs> and actually, I don't... Maybe that one day is pushing it. Like, if we're I being honest. I don't want to work, is what I'm saying. What I don't want a job. What I'm saying is I would like to be independently wealthy. Yes. Generationally... Where's the generational wealth at? Why didn't it come to us? Where's the nepotism? Please, someone. I would like to partake in that. I think that could be fun. I think that's a vision I have for us, and it's not... Let's put that on our vision board. Manifest. Generational wealth. (laughs) Nepotism. Like, who? (laughs) Who is gonna help you with this? Someone. Someone, please. Somebody who knows about crystals, tell us what we need to do to manifest generational wealth (laughs) for ourselves. Let's go back in time. Change it up. Oh, God, if only. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm okay. Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling fine. Feeling fine. Feeling fresh. Feeling 30, flirty, and thriving. Thriving. Have you been consuming? <laughs> Little old me. Little old you. Have you been consuming any content? Well, let me tell you. Tell me. The same thing that happened with Catfish where I was like, wow, I have episodes on the PBR. Good trouble. It's back. It's back. <laughs> it's back. Didn't it just end? It ended was it like in a, April. It was like the mid-season. Mid-season. <gasps> and now it's back. More good trouble. I had three episodes to watch. Oh, it was, spectacular. It was beautiful. And deranged. Obviously. It's such a good show because it's so bad. Yeah. And it's like, I know exactly why I'm going into watching this. Mm-hmm. And it just, every time. Doesn't disappoint. It's like, yes. In the it sense does. that it does nothing <laughs> it does. but disappoint. Yeah. Well, I told you about how it ended. and how Five they minutes. Like, they were like, let's introduce every everything. Single... <laughs> and then they chose to come back from like a lot of those serious things and have like a comedic, comedic, like, I don't know. What they were like, let's add this in. Okay. It was just like everyone crying, like at the table. And there's like one roommate who's like not really a character in the show. Like she just pops up to say something like funny, (laughs) quote unquote. (laughs) Or like moody. She's just kind of like a weird, like gothy roommate that's kind of like keeps to themselves and has like some one liners here and there. Okay. So she comes in and, like, asks how everyone's doing, and then they all start, like, crying at the same time. And I'm like, you left on, like, a, a series of, like, cliffhangers that were, like, actually dramatic, and you came back and you're like, <laughs> we're all crying at the same time. I was like, that's that was a very weird decision that someone made. I love that. So I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> um, also the storyline where, like... She's back with Gael, mm-hmm. and he has 
got this other girl pregnant. Pregnant. That storyline, like, everyone's way too chill with that. Like, uh, he's now moved her into his loft, but he's dating Callie, and she's like, it's fine, you're a good man, do what you gotta do, and I'm like, I just don't feel like you would be feel as that way. with that, yeah. Um, so there's that, um, Mariana started working at the law firm with Callie as, like, a receptionist. Oh, so now they're both but now, working at Yeah, the but law now firm. she's, like, that was the other thing. Mariana did the right thing, quote-unquote, and was, like, to her boyfriend, who is the big tech guy. Uh, right. She's, like, you have to settle with my team. Like, just pay them off, and then it will be fine. And so they broke up. He did settle with them. Uh-huh. But then they also kicked her out of the group because they're, like, we can't trust you. You lied about who your boyfriend was for this long. So... She immediately got a job, like, right after losing her job. Very so realistic, <laughs> yes, yes. But it's at the law firm. Of course. It was answering phones, but all of a sudden she's, like, now involved. Like, she'll be like, did you check the witnesses' Instagram accounts? And it's like, I don't think you could do that. Like, I think that's... I think you need a degree. She's just all of a sudden a paralegal. Yeah, no, like, really. Like, <laughs> she was, like, interviewing witnesses, and I'm like, this feels like it's crossing. I don't think you have the credentials for that. Some sort of line. But she's there. They're mm. a tag team. What about the lawyer who got arrested for killing oh, someone? Or right. supposedly killing someone? So, <laughs> this is the other thing where it's like, I could feel how hard the writers were trying to connect things. <laughs> That it was like, oh, I missed you. <laughs> like, I missed the oh, show so how I've missed you. So, they started taking this case, like, before she was, like, charged with something mm-hmm. or, like, arrested, whatever. This kid apparently murdered someone at a party, like, by pushing them off this, like, uh, cliff thing. There was, like, a forest party they were having. Sure, and, like, yeah. pushed them over the edge. Mm-hmm. And then... It just seems like the person actually just, like, fell, but they're making it out to be, like, this guy murdered it, so they're defending him. hmm And then <laughs> she is being charged with helping a witness disappear. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, um, the person... <laughs> the person who was the one on trial for that case mm-hmm. is the uncle of the kid who pushed... Who's being charged for pushing... Uh-huh. So, there's a lot of, like, twists. Uh-huh, <laughs> like, they're uh-huh. like, oh, you needed these two things to relate for some yeah, reason. Yeah, for some reason, exactly. And it's just, like, getting very confusing and very, like, but but now why? <laughs> we didn't need to but do now, that. And then some guy from her old law firm came back, and they had a little meeting, and he's like, I hear the FBI's looking into the books. Like, you need to fix this. Not that's the why, FBI. That's why we parted ways. And she was like... Well, my indiscretions are the only thing that are going to be shown in the books if they go digging, so I'll fix my end, you fix yours. I'm like, what's this new story that's being also, added? Also, like, what books? Your lawyers. The law firm books. Like, you can't cook books at a law firm. They're going to they're gonna find a way. I don't, like, I honestly have never worked at a law firm. Maybe, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I take it back. I take it back. I... Good trouble knows more than me. It about everything. I'll be the Always. first to say it. They do. <laughs> um, the character that was um, has a boyfriend, but was attracted to this other guy, and then wanted like a poly relationship. Of course, she brought it up to him, and he was like, "I don't want that." And then he broke up with her, and then <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I was wrong. I don't want like I don't want us to be over." 
And so she, like, called him, and he's like, I'm actually leaving the country for six months. And it's like, what? Why? <laughs> Why is that happening? <laughs> so she started dating the other guy, who is Polly. Okay. And so she met his girlfriend, and now the girlfriend's going to work where they both work. Sure. It's a lot of complicated. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the most wild show known to me. Dennis is back. <laughs> Who's Dennis? Dennis is the like forty-one-year-old right. man with a name like Dennis. I He's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be Smuckers. <laughs> Him and Davia complicated. Davia. He, he left. Uh huh. He's like, love you, bye. See you. And now he's back. And now he's back. Now he's back. It's wild. And all of this has happened in three episodes. Yes. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Me too. <laughs> Me as well, but. Hey. It's something. It's quite the show. It really, I am just, I, just hearing about it. And to think, this all started with a weird incesty plotline of a different show. Isn't that beautiful? It is magic. It's magic. Incest really is magic. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Write that down as a quote. <laughs> I just, it's, they, also in these like three episodes, They've done a lot of, like, where they introduce a problem and then immediately solve it. I'm like, uh, well, that's not really that interesting. Like, what's the point of that? <sighs> God, what a show, though. What a show. Would recommend. Get into it. I can't. <laughs> Don't even watch The Fosters. Just dive right into <laughs> Good Trouble with no background information. That honestly feels like the most chaotic way to do it, yeah. which seems like the best way. It, it honestly might make more sense if you don't watch... The entire, like, I honestly season. can't imagine that it would make any less sense, you right? know? Like, it might make everything clear. <laughs> like, you might have a moment, like, aha. Uh-huh. Just, I get it. Fresh slate. Just, just diving in. It's just the worst in the best way. It's the worst. I love it. <laughs> Deeply and I'm truly. I'm so happy it's back. Um, that, that is what I watched. What else? I finished Something Wicked This Way Comes. <gasps> Rave Radbury. That was through. that was the Reddit <laughs> recommendation for uh, adults um, Goosebumps Goosebumps. Both. And did it deliver? It delivered. I also didn't expect to cry at the end of it, and I did. And I'm like, I don't know. That's Am beautiful. I just emo? Maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe a little bit. But it was really good. I liked it more than I was expecting to. Well, but. that's nice. I gave it four stars only because sometimes I'm just like, get to the point. Speed it up, Mr. Bradbury. And that's coming from me. But, like, sometimes I'm like, we didn't need all those words to describe that one thing. Sometimes writers are a little too self-indulgent. Yeah. It felt very bad at times where I'm like, I feel like I got it, like, the first couple adjectives, and then you just went on for, like, six more, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, it didn't really add (laughs) to my picture. Yeah. (laughs) But... That's really... Oh, Fear Street. Fear Street. Fear Street. We watched all three parts of that. That was fun. Those were, like, surprisingly very good. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Quite enjoyed them. Um, they weren't really scary. No. But they were entertaining. They were entertaining. Um, the bread slicer was very gruesome. That was upsetting. That was, but like in a way where you're like, yes, thank you horror movie for yeah. doing that. No, it was good. I thought they were very well done. Um, great soundtracks. Great soundtracks. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> Beautiful gowns. The only thing that we both were kind of like, mm, at the end was the, the way they like 
paste to the movie, yeah. I guess, where they're like, we'll put the weird... I get why they did it, because it's like the story it wraps up. back around. But, like, I don't know, the, the witchy, old-timey didn't slap as hard as, like, the, the 90s and... Or, like, the 70s, 70s camp. Yeah, that was probably, yeah. like, my least favorite. Yeah, I do think it was interesting, because, like, they started in the 90s, which is, like, present day for, yeah. like, all intents and purposes for this. Um, and then it works backwards from there, so it goes, like, 90s, 70s, and then, like, the 1600s, and then it loops back around to the 90s for, like, the conclusion. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> Choices. <laughs> it's just, like... I don't know, because, like, slasher movies, like, slasher horror movies are always more entertaining to us than, like, the ghosty, like, more supernatural horror movies. So it's, like, when you have two, like, good slasher, there's still, like, supernatural stuff, Mm -hmm. but, like, I don't know. It was, like, two really good slasher ones back-to-back, and then, like, all of a sudden, it's like witches. Like, Let's talk old about times. some old timey witches. And it's like, ugh. it's like okay, well, and they focused on the berries for so long in the third one. <laughs> so many berries. Uh, I, I like the twist though. I like yeah, the, that was good. I thought there was a good twist. Spoiler good alert! Twist. Don't want to <laughs> ruin it for anybody who's gonna there watch was. it. But you think it's you think it's the witch. It's not. It might not be the witch. <laughs> it might not be. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, what about you? What have you been watching? That's a great question. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let me consult the list that I have to keep, because otherwise I don't remember anything. I did have Fear Street. Um, Glow Up. <gasps> right. Have you finished? I haven't finished. I have, like, three more episodes. Okay. We'll save that for next week, then, because I want your thoughts and feelings. I did get to where the person I was like, why are you still here, finally left. Um, Samal? Yeah. Yeah. Finally got to that one. Yeah. Um, and it's like, listen, I can't do any of the things oh, that no. these, these children are doing. These no. people who are younger than me. Not at all. Um, but I will sit here and say, sometimes it's your time to go. <laughs> and hers is very soon on, I would say. It's just, it's, and it's like this with any, you know, it's like the same thing with, like, Drag Race or whatever, where it's just, like, if somebody is constantly having to lip-sync for their life, and then, like, skating by every yeah. week, at a certain point, it's, like, it's your time to go. Yeah, it's, like, like not I'll give doing you, it. I'll give you one, maybe two times in the bottom. Yeah. After that, though, if you keep winding up in the bottom... You're, like, not learning and doing you anything need to go. different. Yeah, I'm sure you're very talented at what you do, but... Just, you aren't showcasing it. <laughs> you aren't showcasing it, and that's fine. This it, this might not be the right yeah, this the right place for you to showcase your talents, and that's, fine. And that's okay. Um, glow up. What else? Oh, the flight attendant. Yes. Watched that with our girl Kelly Cuoco. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Um, that was very entertaining. I know it's a, it's been out for a while, so it's not, like, new and fresh, but I would recommend. It's, like, a fun, as Zoe said, it's about somebody who kills people. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's what I meant mm-hmm. by she wakes up and She just wakes up next to a dead body. And yeah, no, she to, kills people she everywhere kills she goes. People. She travels in her aeroplane. I mean, like, that would also kind of be, like, a fun plot for something, like right? a, a serial killer flight attendant who kills people. I think it, see, I'm just really smart. We'll add that to our list of ideas. We have so many good ideas. We have so many. God. Um, but the flight attendant was really fun. Um, I really like Kaylee Cuoco. I, I really like her. She seems nice. She seems nice, and, like, 
she's obviously very funny, like, we've seen her yeah. in comedic things, but it's like, she can actually, like, act. Yeah. And I was like, good for you, girl. You did it. Good for you. Um, so there's that. Um, what else? Ted Lasso came back, season hey. two. Um, and I... It's just... It's such a good show. Ooh, it just makes me so happy. Um, I've seen the first two episodes, and I think, honestly, I'm just gonna wait and binge watch all of it yeah. at the end, because watching it week by week for a little half-hour episode, it's not... That was such, like, mm-mm. like you are explaining how they're using Apple, so, like, that's why they're... <laughs> that's why they're doing it that way, but that's such an them. interesting... Um, move. I hate it so much. I It's really annoying because, like, the first season dropped all at once. Yeah. And so then people could binge watch it. And it was good. Whatever. And then now that they've realized the success of the show and they are realizing that that's probably one of the only things people are paying yeah. or willing to pay for their subscription service for, now they're like, mm, we'll stretch this out for four months. So I've watched the first two episodes, but I will probably just wait to watch every the rest of yeah. it all at once. But it's so good. It's such a good show. Like, it's such a good show. Like, I need you to watch it. Yeah. It's so good. I he's. I feel like everyone is now moving from Team Harry to Team Jason, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, like some of us have been of, there. Kind of into that. Some of us have for that. been on Team Jason. Um, it's oh my god, it's so good. It's just like it. It's it makes me so happy. It is such a delightful show. It is truly one of like the best comedies I have ever watched in my life. Mm, I just need everybody to watch Ted Lasso. Please <laughs> go watch it. Please, now. please, please watch it. It's so good. It's it's so good. Um, and, like, the first two episodes have been great. That's always, like, the problem when you have such yeah. a good first season. You're like, oh, well, the second Sometimes one. it comes back and you're like, mm, but it was better in my head. Exactly. <laughs> but the first two episodes are very promising, so I look forward to the rest of the season yeah. in a few months when it's all out and I can watch it all at once. <laughs> um, I read a couple of books. I have a couple books to talk about. She's a reader. I am reading. Um... Oh, side note, speaking of reading, so, like, I'm very much the type of person where it's just, like, I have to be, like, in a very specific mood to, like, like, read stuff. Yeah. Like, I just realized that this is apparently a thing, thanks to book talk, I'm, like, being educated, it's, like, it's called being a mood reader, and I'm, oh. like, oh, is, is everyone just not like that? Because I thought, yeah, no, I have to be, like, I wanna read. There are people who will just be, like, I'm reading this now, and now I'm gonna, like, people, this is the thing that I've discovered on book talk, is that, like, people have, like, TBRs, like, to-be-read yeah. lists, and it's, like, they'll just pick out books and be, like, this is what I'm reading next month, and then they'll read those books. No. That's deranged. That's not how my brain works. No, not at all. And I That's just, why I don't read for so long. Yes. And then I read, like, a bunch of things, and then I stop reading for, like, I several know, years, right? and then I come back. That's literally it. I just thought everybody was like that. Yeah. Like, everybody was like me, where it's, like, yeah, I could go to a bookstore and buy six books, I might not read them for years yeah. because at the moment I'm in the mood, but then like the next day I'm like, mm, no, See, the not what thing I want. Is, like, the bookstore <laughs> is like, you're always in the mood to go buy books because it's fun to do that. Yes. Because it's the my bookstore favorite is nice. thing to shop for. <laughs> it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's always like cool. It's like yeah. a good temperature. It's cool, calm, and collected. And it's like, it's never like gross in a bookstore. No, it's, it's the best Pristine. atmosphere. It is. Yeah. And you get to pick, like, cute books. Always look at the cover, because that's important. You absolutely can judge a book and by a cover. Should. 
And you just, you get to have, like, a little main character moment. Yeah. You're just like, I'm so mysterious. Look at me looking at books. Oh my god. With somebody's my gonna, toe back. Somebody's gonna always. fall in love with me based just on look the at me. books that I have Oh, in my you like hand. this book? I like this book, too. Um, yeah, exactly. And so I have just recently realized that not everybody is like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what learning a, so much. What a startling discovery. Um, so that's been interesting now because that is very weird. Like I very much just like will pick what I'm reading based on how I'm feeling in that specific yeah. moment, and I I can't I can't plan weeks ahead no. and be like this is what I'll read next week. My no. mood could be completely different by then. Like, no, that's weird. That, that is that doesn't sit right with me. Like if that is what works for you, then more power to you, I guess. But I just I, that's so bizarre. I didn't realize people functioned like that. No, so that I have to be very much like okay, I feel like doing this. Yes. And it has to be like what I feel like reading. Yes. And if it's not, I'm not. Then gonna I'm not going to do it. it. So that being said, I did finish two books in the past week. Um, the first one, was the third book in the Maid series, which no. I talked about a week Rocky or two books. ago. <sighs> it's called the Darkest Temptation, I think. It, and I love all these names sound like chocolate bars. Like, don't the say, sweetest oblivion, like, the darkest temptation. They honestly do. Let's start our own. Or like um, fancy ice cream. Yeah, kind of like Magnum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I read that, and it. I think it speaks to how quickly I read the first two, which like it was in like two or three days. So quick that I did think they were short books. Oh my god! Once again, side note. I was on TikTok the other day, and somebody was, like, going through books that they had read in yeah. July, and one of them, they had read The Sweetest Oblivion, but they had the physical copy of it, Yeah, and it's the first time I've seen the physical copy, and I was like, damn, that's a thick book! <laughs> you have to find that for me and send it to oh me. Oh my god. Oh, if I can, I will. It was just, like, it was so startling, because like, oh. it's like, I, just like, I read it on my tablet, yeah. like, I knew how many pages just there kept... were, but it's so, it's so striking to yeah. see it, like, a physical copy. Um, so I read the third book. Um, it took me, like, a, a week or... Oh, it took me, like, over a week to finish. It's been. <laughs> it's been. Um, it definitely took me, like, a while to finish, because I just, like... It wasn't... Couldn't get into it. It wasn't as, like, gripping as the yeah. other two. I found the characters really annoying. Um, it centers around this girl named Mila, who's, like, American. She grew up in Miami, but she's like, has, like, Russian heritage. And then, um... What's the guy's name? <laughs> See, she does Ronan, Ronan, um, and he's like a Russian mobster, of course. Um, and so anyway, like Mila, like runs off to Russia to like spite her father or whatever, mm. and then she gets kidnapped by Ronan, and it's just it was a whole big thing, and like she was just it really was stupid. The whole big thing. <laughs> she explaining really... a kidnapping with it's a whole big thing, but it was a whole big thing. I believe you. I don't know how else to describe You're it. You're right. It was a whole big say... thing. Um, I was explaining this to Zoe, like, after I read it, but it was just, like, there was too much plot. <laughs> like, there was just, there was too much story. Like, I obviously appreciate, like, a plot to, like, justify, like, not the that romance much. and stuff, but there was, like, too much to the point where I was, like, I literally do not care. <laughs> and not about these people. And not about these people. It was definitely, like, a slog to get through. The first, like, 50 pages or so, I was, like, okay, this is, like, a three-star read. Like, I probably enjoyed, like, about as much as I enjoyed the first yeah. one. I knew nothing could top the second one, because that was, like, <laughs> the creme de la creme. Um, but then, like, after I got about 50 pages in, I was like, uh, this is, like, a two-star read. Or by 50 pages, I mean, like, 50% of the way in. Yeah. Um, 
And then I was like, I feel like I've come too far that I have to finish it at this <laughs> point. Like, I need to get through this. Um, the, like, smut was good, but it didn't justify the rest <laughs> of the book, like, honestly. You're like, even if you took... Like, it's like, I wouldn't even be like, oh, like, read it just yeah. for, like, the, the spicy parts. It's like, I, no. no. Just read the first two. Read the second one. <laughs> second one only. <laughs> That's my recommendation. So that was a bit disappointing, but it's fine. Whatever. Um, you know, it still had moments that, like, were entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then I read The Perfect Nanny by Leila Slimani. She's a French-Moroccan author. And it's also funny because apparently this month is Women in Translation Month for reading. So it's like you're supposed to read, like, translated works oh, by women or whatever. Okay. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I'm learning Translate so much. for me. <laughs> Um, and so, anyways, translated from French, so I'm just, I'm on, I'm on trend for you the month. You are on trend. Unintentionally. She's our favorite book talker mm-hmm. in this house. Thank you. Um, I had heard about this book, like, a few years ago on a podcast they were talking about it. I think it was, like, right after, like, the English translation came out. And I was like, ooh, that sounds, like, really intriguing. It's about, like, um, this French family. They have two kids. Uh, the wife and mother wants to go back to work, um, and so they decide to hire a nanny yeah. to take care of the kids, um, and then it just kind of devolves. <laughs> devolves. It becomes like this very like codependent relationship. Um, the book starts off like really intriguingly because you it starts off immediately with you knowing that the kids end up dead. Oh, like first page. Yeah, you know. Um, and you know that the nanny does it. Like that gets introduced like literally at the very beginning. Okay, and then it kind of then it goes back to the beginning of the story and it kind of works through um i thought it was gonna be more of like a thriller than Mm. it was one of the little like blurbs on the back called it like the french gone girl and i was like this is nothing like gone girl i don't (laughs) now i've never read that or seen the movie but i don't think that's right like it really no similarities i saw somebody on goodreads i think said that it was more of a character study and less of a thriller and I actually thought that was like a pretty mm-hmm. like good summary of it. It's just like yeah, it's like really interesting to like see like the devolution, especially like the nanny character yeah. and it's just like how she ends up like killing, killing these children. two kids. Um, so it was like, it was fine. I read it in a day. It's like a pretty short read. I was gonna say, cause like I saw that you just got it, like you sent me your Snapchat yeah. that you got it and then when I was on Goodreads last night, I saw that you finished it, and I was like, huh? Yeah, I started it on Monday, maybe, and then I finished it on Monday. <laughs> it's a very quick read, and I wasn't working, so I had yeah. all day to just, like, sit there and do nothing. Um, yeah, I gave it, like, three stars. It was fun. Yeah. Um, you know, it was... It had its <laughs> it moments. It did what it did. <laughs> you know, it did what it was supposed to do, I guess. I wish it had been more thrillery, but that's yeah. fine. Um, so yeah, that's... Those are the things... Was there anything else? I think that was it. She's um, a reading fiend. Yeah, I've I've been in the mood, so that's been that's been nice. Yeah. Um, we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that that is the content that I have consumed. We had, we had a good lineup of content. I think so. I think we really did. I think we Let's really did. Let's talk about good trouble somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Good Trouble. Let's play some episodes right now. Let's react. Live react. Oh, God. The chaos. The absolute chaos. I think they're still on the PVR, so I'm definitely going to show you the beginning of, like, the return. You should. Did I show you the last five minutes? You didn't. Okay. After this ends, I'm showing you the last five minutes of the show, and then the next. I think it's only fair because I showed you that deranged scene from Gossip Girl. (laughs) Wow. 
I could not stop, like, legitimately could not stop thinking about that for after, like, I just love the idea of, like, doing something so deranged and then stepping out and going, I know what you just saw was traumatic. (laughs) Like, me, me when I fell and shattered my foot in front of a bunch of people at school. Just kind of, hey. (laughs) I know what you guys just saw might be a little traumatic. (laughs) I'm a bully. I bully my friends. I I bully bully my sisters. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, no, the, the new Gossip Girl, she doesn't miss. <laughs> She's delivering. Wait, another piece of content. <laughs> wait. Wait. <laughs> Gossip Girl reminded me. Yes. Because I've been watching a lot of Nick DeRambio's. Love that, yes. Videos, but I watched one today about the clique, the click. <gasps> the click books? It the click like movie. The click movie. Oh. And it just, I, well, what a time. What a time that was. The clique franchise was very important to me. I just as think a you child. should watch that video, Fed, because it was just like I never saw the movie. I heard about the books. Yeah. A lot of people into the books. Mm-hmm. It was just like the most of the time thing I've yeah. ever seen. And I was like, I feel like I need to watch the movie now. We should. I have seen the Cleek <gasps> film. I have seen it. Yes. Um, oh. And I think it would be Callers. worth. We love getting calls. We're very popular. <laughs> um, and I think it'd be worth revisiting. And we should absolutely watch that. It's. It was a lot. <laughs> Do you remember it was the Bratz movie? Yes. I loved the Bratz movie. I loved Bratz so much. They, I loved those little sluts so much. <laughs> I loved those little <laughs> coors. They were. They were such, like, slutty little dolls, and I loved them. I thought they were the coolest. <laughs> Is the Bratz movie the one where she's just like, are you deaf? And then the guy, yes. like, literally He's is. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Did you watch the My Scene movies? No. Never watched those, but I loved the My Scene games online. There was perfect games. Perfect Perfect games. games. Not a single qualm. Mm -hmm. There is a movie, like, I think it came with one of the dolls that I had. Love that. And it was like, (laughs) the boys were in like a band. Yeah, okay. And they had a song, and literally to this day it gets stuck (gasps) in my head. Love that. They sing about spontaneously combusting. That like, seems... spontaneous. You've told me this before. Combustion. That feels, combustion. That feels I'll very, find that too. That feels very no control by One Direction yes. of them. <laughs> yes. Waking up. Beside, beside you, you, I'm, I'm a, a loaded, loaded gun. gun. I can't I, contain this anymore. I'm all yours. No control. No control. <laughs> no control. Okay. I don't know what you're singing about, but <laughs> I sounds hear inappropriate. You. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Bonk. Horny Bonk. jail. <laughs> What are we talking about today? What's going on in the world? Great question. (laughs) Did you listen back to the I had to. I had to just to hear me go, Great question. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. James. James. Anyway. Very that. Very that. Um, That is a great question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, We thought... We mentioned this on last week's episode. We teased it. Um, <laughs> a little teaser. <laughs> a little teaser. But it's been it's been a minute since we have um, publicly dragged five seconds of summer. Yeah. Publicly. <laughs> Add that in. <laughs> I did. I, I know. I'm just saying highlight that. <laughs> Bold. Underline. Like, you're like, I literally just said that. 
been a minute. It feels like it's time. It's time. There's no rhyme or reason to this. There, there's, I mean, we could be we could be celebrating Luke's solo career yes. that seems to be going swimmingly for mm-hmm. him. Um, jumpingly, jumpingly, <laughs> flyingly, <laughs> soaringly, soaringly, soaring, flying. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. If we try, <laughs> then we're breaking free. So true, bestie. Um. <laughs> So today, on this week's episode of The mm-hmm. Pod, we are going to break down the top ten <laughs> funniest five seconds of summer moments, as per us. As per us. <laughs> For us, and only us. For us, by us. That's exactly That's it. it. Um, yeah, we came up with this list probably a few months ago now, yeah. just at work one day. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, during work, we were just reminiscing. Just taking a stroll down memory lane. About some funny moments, and before we knew it, we had compiled, I think, a list of ten things. Um, and I don't remember any of them. <laughs> and I can't wait to, like, get into this. It's Let me good. readjust myself on this couch. Um... They're, this, they're in no particular order. We're not ranking them necessarily, although maybe we could do that at a future date. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, go back. We just wrote them down. I just wrote them down as they as they came to us. As they appear um, in our minds. Is there actually ten? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There is actually ten. Okay. Um, we're on a roll. So we're just going to go through them with you and just reminisce about <laughs> the good times. And about this band that we love to hate so much, mm-hmm. that we hate to love. Mm-hmm. This is reminding me very much of when we went through all the One Direction drama, and I went, <laughs> Gleeks? Gleeks? At, at this time? Yeah. 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 Gleeks? At Gleeks, this time. Us. us. Very us. Um, so the first funny moment is Luke getting mad that people thought his girlfriend, now fiance, Sierra, looks like a cartoon <laughs> duck. Now... <laughs> There's a picture of a duck. I don't know. Is it from Jimmy Neutron? Like, it looks like I'm, Jimmy Neutron. I'm unfortunately not sure of the origin of said duck. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a cartoon duck. And, like, if you're on Twitter, then you're probably familiar with the picture. She looks a little, like, dazed and confused. Yeah. Like, people are always like, like, she looks like, oh, like, I want to smoke with her. Like, she just, like, looks a little... Anyway, it's a duck. It's a duck. It's a cartoon duck. And a while ago on Twitter, people were, like, making fun of Sierra Deaton, saying that she looked like this duck. And Luke really took offense to that because, you know, people were, like, making fun of his girlfriend. But the thing is, she looks like the duck. She does look like and the duck. And it's, like, not... Like, I don't think the duck's ugly. I just think it's a cartoon duck. It's a duck. cartoon duck. There it's are just, worse things to be compared yes. to. And I'm sure in the thousands of mentions she probably gets a day, I'm sure there are worse things. The duck, it's just one of those things where you go, okay, yeah, I see it. Like, it's funny, <laughs> and it's just really funny that, like, enough. That's what got him. <laughs> like, enough people were, like, in their mentions that Luke, like, publicly, like, tweeted something. <laughs> and it's, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, I don't think it was, like, malicious. Like, I think it was just, like, you look like I think it was just an observation. Because it's true. Like, it's, like, saying, like, you know, you look like a celebrity. You look like, like this cartoon, cartoon duck. duck. That's a celebrity. <laughs> a celebrity to us. 
our own personal celebrity. Our own personal Jesus. <laughs> is that about to start singing that? Um, and I just think that's a really beautiful moment. It I is. Think. We have to find that duck. That should be the, the episode yeah, picture. We need to find it. <laughs> it's just the duck. Just the duck. Just the duck. No menu, just no, duck. just duck. Um, beautiful, stunning, great way to start off. Um. Oh, no. The next one, a classic. Um, it just truly, if you're an OG Five Saw mm-hmm. stan, this one's for you. I did not find your joke song funny. <gasps> yes. Yeah. This is the only thing that matters, I think, in the history of the world. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, this is... The prime historical event. We, listen, we have not been shy on this podcast in talking about how much we love Abigail <laughs> Breslin and her song, You mm-hmm. Suck, mm-hmm. which famously is about Michael Clifford of yes. Five Seconds of Summer. I hate your dumb tattoo. I wish you'd fly to, to the, the moon. moon where there are no girls to use or, or screw, screw over. over. <laughs> I said you sound like a whole time love. You really <laughs> don't. <laughs> Listen to that song right now. Turn this off. <laughs> Turn this off. Go to YouTube because it's not on Spotify, no, which is a hate crime. It is. Um, go to YouTube. Search You Suck by Abigail Breslin. Um, it is the most pointed song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, and then it was just like, it's just like, it's not even about him. Like, you guys are being dramatic. <laughs> it's just like, you literally list all his tattoos. You get someone to talk in it who sounds exactly, exactly like, like him. him. It's just, like, so aggressive and passive-aggressive at the same time. Like, it makes Seven Things by Miley Cyrus look very tame. Yeah. And, like, oh, who could she be talking yeah. about when she, like, literally shows a picture of Nick Jonas and rips it up? Like, Abigail Reslin somehow took that a step further. Yes. And was like, let me reference your tattoos. Let me reference the fact that your hair looks like shit because yeah. you're constantly dyeing it. Let me reference the fact that your band is an all-time low ripoff. Let me mention the fact that all your bandmates are, are hotter, hotter than, than you. you. And I'd rather date a rock. <laughs> Abigail. You don't have to do that. Abigail, that was your choice. You didn't have to date him. Um, if you'd rather date a raw. That's your prerogative. <laughs> um, but yeah, the song came out, um, and then obviously she got a lot of um, flack for it, because people are like, this is quite very obviously about <laughs> Michael. Um, and she was basically like, it's just a joke. Yeah. Um, and then Michael responded with, I did not find your joke song funny. <laughs> we'll give him points for that. That is funny. That is funny. Um, and a few years ago, when Zoe and I went to go see Five Seconds of Summer at um, Danforth Music Hall. For their 15-minute set. For their tight 45 set. Um, I tweeted at the venue beforehand and asked them if they could play You Suck by Abigail Breslin. Um, but they did not listen to me, unfortunately. And they didn't do that, and then they also cut off Dancing in the Dark. So, just double homicide. Damn, double homicide. Just offenses all around. <laughs> Um, that's a really beautiful moment. That song is so important to us. I didn't find your joke song I funny. I didn't find your joke song funny. Why isn't it on Spotify? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Who do we contact with Abigail. Spotify? <laughs> Queen Abby. Abby, help us. Um, number three moment. The 10,000 copies. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah. When it happened. We absolutely did. Because it just is so deeply funny. It's so like really. <laughs> this is this is what you're choosing to like mm-hmm. cause a scene about. Yeah. Um. When their most recent album came out, calm, calm. Which they they were very calm in that situation. I would say 
where they went on a rampage about 10,000 10, copies. copies. Um, their most recent album came out, and um, they obviously wanted it to get to number one. Their previous albums had all gotten to number one. Um, and then they started talking about the fact that that didn't happen because... Because 10,000 copies of the album had been sent out early Mm -hmm. and therefore didn't count towards the sales Uh or something like that. It was like a very like half-baked explanation and they were like blaming Billboard. People were like tweeting Billboard being like, count the 10,000 copies. Like it was some sort of voting crisis. Don't stop the count. If you're in line for one of the 10,000 copies, stay stay in line. They have to count your vote. It was... Like deeply deranged, and it, it was, was like it was embarrassed. Like I was embarrassed watching that. Oh no, it was unfold. wholeheartedly embarrassing because it was just like they were turning into conspiracy theorists yeah. rather than just acknowledging. It was very Gabby Hanna. Of it them, was where it's like you're coming up with this big conspiracy theory about how like Billboard and like the music industry is like out to get you specifically, rather than just acknowledging that like mm, maybe this album wasn't your best effort, and maybe people just like aren't inclined to buy it. Also, like, you disappeared for several years and then came back with, like, an album mm-hmm. and then we're, like, another one? Anyone? <laughs> you Anyone want another want one? one? Um, and the, th- like, not to get into, like, a whole rant about, like, that album, but it was, like, they released, like, half of it as singles, yeah. so it's, like, by the time the album came out, it was, like, yeah, no, I've heard most of this. Yeah, it wasn't... And the singles were, like, the only good songs on that album. They really gave it all away with the singles. <laughs> Why buy the cow when you, you can... give it us the milk for free, my dear boys. My dear <laughs> like, boys. It just... It was very embarrassing to watch. And, like, it's also, like, such a strong leap to make that, like, if those 10,000 copies were counted, like, you would be number one. Like, that you have nothing to difference. base that on. Yeah. You don't know that for sure. No, it really was just, like, foreshadowing, like, the 2020 election, I feel like. Yeah, you know? no, it was. They're just, like, giving a little taste of just what was to come. Sprinkle. It's just, like, we need to recount. <laughs> we need to recount. Recount Stay the vote. Stay in line. Stay in line. Um, th- wow. The 10,000 copies. That's just really... <laughs> that, I think, is number one in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. The next oh, one... God. The next one might oh, have God. my vote. Fibgiotti. <laughs> Wait, is the other thing with this performance on our list, or is it counted separately? <laughs> it's not on okay, there. Okay, this we, is a double whammy. This is then. a double whammy. This, the Fibgiotti performance. The Fibgiotti performance, that's very true, very true. So, uh, <laughs> Five Seconds of Summer performed on, was it Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? I think it Fallon? was Jilly. Jilly- <laughs> talk show. Yes. Let's get her a talk show. I think it was Jimmy Fallon. Gilly to replace Gilly. Ellen. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Um, and they play like a stupid game. They there. did that pawn On thing. Jilly. On Jilly. Um, Jimmy Fallon. They performed um, Who Do You Love? Their song with Chainsmokers. And there's a line in the song where Callum says, flip it on me, say I think too much. Um, that, those are the correct lyrics. However, <laughs> in this, per- I love my phone just lighting up for no reason, that's sinister. Um, it's in- Fibgiotti calling you. 
in this particular performance, um, you know, I guess they didn't do their vocal warm-ups. I no, guess they it was weren't, a jilly moment. It was a jilly moment. They weren't, they didn't do their exercises. They were, they were a little sloppy. And so, instead of saying, flip it on me, say I think too much, um, it sounded like Callum said, Fibgiani, says, say, I, says I think too much. And we're Fibgiani. Like, Fibgiani. <laughs> I'd love to meet him one day. And it has just since then snowballed. Fibgiani say I think too much. Fibgiani um, has just become, he's the fifth member of Five Seconds of Summer. And the most important. And the most important. Oh. We cherish Fibgiani so much. Fibgiani think too much. Same performance. Michael. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Michael was dressed in a way that made you think, hmm, is that a Nazi on this page? <laughs> Could it be in the year 20 what? 2019? 2020? 2020? That you were on stage with an armband? Because <laughs> that's what it looked like. And the performance is gone. We can't find it. That is the most like sinister thing about all of this. I don't know if it was for the Fibiani or for the Nazi apparel, but either way, you cannot find it on YouTube. It's gone. We have tried. It's gone. It's gone, unfortunately. But just know that for a fleeting moment, it existed online, and Callum said Fibgiani, and Michael was Looked dressed like a Nazi. very similarly to a Nazi. Fibgiani say a thing too much. And that's just deeply important and oh, deeply funny. It's so funny. Um, oh no. <laughs> oh no. The, the next one is, I, ha, I have it stylized in my phone as Black Velvet exclamation mark Luke. <laughs> like a fanfic AU. <laughs> that's my favorite AU. <laughs> Black veil, baby, a little smile. Um, so, a couple of years ago. (laughs) Vegas. The year 2019. The place, Las Vegas, Nevada, and the temperature, scorching. The clothes you choose, velvet long sleeves. Long sleeve velvet. Black Black. velvet. Um... Five Seconds of Summer performed at, was it like an iHeartRadio yeah. thing? An iHeartRadio <laughs> festival in Las Vegas, Nevada. A notoriously hot place. <laughs> Known for if there's If there's one thing you're gonna know about Las Vegas, it's that it's hot. It's hot. Um, they performed there in the dead of summer. Um, it, outdoors. Outdoors. I need to specify this was outdoors <laughs> in Las Vegas no in the summer. <laughs> No shade. No tea. No shade. shade. Like, literally, they were out in the open without any shade. Like, again, to emphasize, Las Vegas is a desert. Like, they're hot. (laughs) Summer. Are we painting a picture for you? You're feeling the heat, okay? Like, you right now listening to this are sweating because of how hot you're feeling because of this. Um... So, I don't know, then, like, picture, like, what you would wear to an occasion such as this, being outdoors, in the sun, Uh no shade, in the Las Vegas heat, in the dead of summer. So, right away black is what I'm thinking, head to toe. Head to toe black really Uh just soaks in the sunlight. And I, you would think short sleeves. Mm -hmm. No. I'm going full length sleeve. Full length sleeves. Thick, nod, breathable. Full length pants. Pants. Leather? Were they leather? I think Mm, they might have been. Jury's out on that. And black boots, (laughs) of course. A nice boot. <laughs> a nice boot to finish it off. But the shirt really is the kicker. 
Yes. Full sleeves. Full sleeves. Velvet. Black velvet. In that little boy <laughs> smile. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Luke just, he comes out so confidently on stage in head-to-toe black, black velvet button-down shirt, raring to go. Ready. Um, and by the end of the performance, it's like, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, their favorite? Yeah, They love a good 45? <laughs> yeah. Um, he is visibly... Stumbling. <laughs> he is visibly experiencing symptoms of heat exhaustion, and I think he might be seeing a mirage. <laughs> like, I think... And not the mirage. <laughs> not the hotel. <laughs> not the mirage. But I think he might be seeing a water source off in the distance. <laughs> he literally collapses at one point and has to, like, catch his balance and, like, finish the lyric. And there's, like, is that the same part where he's, like, like yeah. he, like, literally, like, his eyes, like, is, like oh. He also starts, like, pacing. <laughs> like, he's, look, that's where I'm, like, are you seeing a river? <laughs> like, are you waiting to go swimming? Take me to the river. Take me to the river. <laughs> Zoe and I have watched this performance. The full-length performance so many goddamn times. So many. It's just, like, I've never seen something like that in my life. Like, he is losing his mind on stage because of heat. And it's, like, pacing. He puts his leg up really dramatically at one point, like, he's Captain Morgan. He also, like, flashes everybody his, like, microphone. (laughs) like taped to his body. He like knocks his mic stand over at one point like that <laughs> just like falls. <laughs> it is true. It's one of those things where it's like every time you watch it you could watch a different one of them yeah. and it's so entertaining to just like focus on one of them specifically. Ashton is scaring me. He's so it. deeply horrifying. He's just sweating more than the man in long sleeve <laughs> black velvet shirt. Like he's it's wow. It's a journey and it's so important to <laughs> me. It's an experience. Um, may we all be so brave as to wear black velvet in the middle of the Las Vegas summer. Um, that's, I mean, that's a hero if I've ever seen one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them are in, like, t-shirts. Like, short, yes. like, short sleeves at least. I get like, it. Like, long pants. Yes. I get it. Short they're not, sleeves. like, the type to, like, come out in, like, shorts or something. And they're also, like, all, like, pretty, like, flowy like a, shirts. a white a blouse. material. A blouse. <laughs> Michael looks like he's working for Foot Locker. He does look like a Foot Locker, Locker employee. <laughs> and then there's Luke. Mm-hmm. Who's um, like, oh, sorry. He's like, I uh, didn't get the memo. He's like, I will be wearing black velvet <laughs> to this performance, so wow. deal with it. Deal with it and my heat stroke. <laughs> He definitely was experiencing that. He was unwell, and it's very obvious. The pacing. The pacing, the, the falling, falling over. over. I just... My favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I just... Still on the velvet foot. Will you sing with five seconds? I don't know. Will I? Can I? Will you be around? He just starts slurring his words. He's going through it. Um, Is that where he also... <laughs> Where he jumbles the words of Valentine be combative or be, be combative, yeah, instead of be combative, yeah, because he's experiencing heat stroke. <laughs> he's having an episode. Um, the next one on the list we've already referenced it a couple of times, but they're tight forty-five minutes set. Oh, that's a personal moment, and it might be <laughs> the funniest. Never have we gone to a show mm-hmm. and then had time to do something after mm-hmm. and like 
daylight. I was still be say, <laughs> the us. sun had not completely set. No. Um, as we mentioned, we went to go see Five Seconds of Summer at the Danforth Music Hall back in 2018, I want to say. Um, they, this was their comeback. They were playing smaller venues. This was around the time that Want You Back came out in that album. Um, and they did this, like, smaller venue tour. And, again, like, they hadn't toured for, like, three years. Yeah. And they came back and literally played a 45-minute set. <laughs> and we're like, that's it. See you later. Like, oh. I just remember, like, you and I, like, looking at each other, like, that can't be. It, that can't be right. That can't be right. <laughs> it truly felt like we lined up mm-hmm. and waited around inside for longer than the actual performance Yes, I was going like, to say the I lineup think, took longer. I think it was longer. I just think that was really bold of them. That was a choice that they made. Mm-hmm. And... It was a choice. It, the choices were made. Choices. And they made the choices that were and made. They were made. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the, they were made. Ultimately, they it was a 45 minute set. <laughs> ultimately, we left and it was light outside and we got to have dessert and then it was still light outside. And then we went home and we went to bed at and a it reasonable was still time. light outside. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a reasonable time. Um, yeah, I will say, like, my, my old the old person yes. within me appreciated it because I was like, oh, I'm getting home at such a sensible time. Yeah. Louis show will be great. <laughs> that May show that will be It'll attending. will be great for that. Um, okay, this one, this one is like a, a throwback, okay. like throwing it very, All very far back. I have two words for you. Oh no. Derpcon. No. <laughs> <clears throat> Derpcon is one of those things where like, I forget constantly that it happened. I yeah, I think. And that's, then I think and I'm like, no, that was like a joke. That was just a fever ha- dream. That yeah. didn't happen. I dreamt. That. I, that was. That was in my mind. Yeah. No, that was real. Explain to the people. I. They decided to have a convention mm-hmm. for Five Sauce fans. Yeah, the five the five SOS fam, <laughs> if you will. I will. I know, baby. I know. Universal, but I don't think that's right. It was I, like some. It was like a theme park. I, I truly like. don't know. And they just—they called it DerpCon, which, in hindsight, is um, a, a choice again. <laughs> also, it just feels like it was quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like Derp wasn't really. I feel like happening at that point. At the point that it happened, I think we we had we moved had, past as a society, that. <laughs> as a society, we had moved. as a five society. <laughs> We had uh, moved past the term derp um, in popular vernacular. <laughs> um, but yeah, they um, they decided to throw a convention mm-hmm. for the fans. Um, I'm not really sure like what activities they had um, other than they were there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of pictures of people there in plaid, um, in penguin costume. Luke is a penguin. Dressed as superheroes. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really know, like, what the purpose of it was, or, like, what the benefit of, like, going to it no, was. No, I truly could not tell you any of the details. I know that they did some, like, acoustic performances. Yeah. It feels like just, like, a slightly better outcome version of Dashcon. I was gonna say, very Dashcon, very Tanacon. Yeah. 
Um, it's just, like, they, like, people actually went and, like, they did do things and no one got, like, third degree burns on their back. So, um, I, I actually don't know if there was a ball pit, though. So. So. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> Dashcon has one up over there. <laughs> Dashcon, one. Dirtcon, zero. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, that's really... If you remember DerpCon, then... You, you may you be may entitled, entitled to compensation. Entitled to compensation. Um, this is, this is like, like, a very specific one from, like, a, a very specific moment at one of their shows. Okay. Um, Michael thinking that Winnipeg rhymes with guinea pig. To the, the point confidence. where they made a song. They sang with confidence multiple times. Guin- <laughs> Guinea pig rhymes, rhymes with, with Winnie pig. Which is not how you say that at all. It's Winnipeg. W- Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Because even, even if you pronounced it like phonetically... Winnie Peg. Yeah. That still doesn't rhyme <laughs> with Guinea pig. <laughs> like either way you spin it wrong i understand maybe mispronouncing winnipeg you know i couldn't say a lot of like australian towns no i mean for the longest time i said like melbourne yeah it's melbourne melbourne why do you say it with an australian accent melbourne nar nar it's melbourne nar no um but yeah so confidently saying for so long that uh winnipeg rhymes with guinea peg I no. just, I don't know why he thought that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. That's all we can say. I don't even, there's Like, nothing. those don't rhyme. Even if you were correct in how it was pronounced, it's still wrong. It's still, peg doesn't rhyme with pig. <laughs> no. So. Nar. 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 I don't know what to tell you. Oh, nar. Um, okay. Number nine. <laughs> Again, this is another throwback, but... Luke's mom fighting with Acacia, Acacia Brindley, Brindley. on Twitter. I haven't heard that name name in years. years. Acacia Brindley is um, a foundation (laughs) of the internet. A living legend. A god amongst men. Mm -hmm. Um, Just truly at any fandom, any time... Even not fandoms, just like fall aesthetics. Fall aesthetics. <laughs> Tiny pumpkin. Tiny pumpkin. <laughs> Latte Fomart. <laughs> like, she was just there. She mm-hmm. was always on Tumblr. She was very involved in like One Direction mm-hmm. discourse. Mm-hmm. The discourse? The discourse. Very into Five Sauce. Um, I guess she was sending Luke nudes unsolicited. Which would also have been illegal. Yes. As she was. A child. A child. <laughs> um, and as I, he was also a, a child. <laughs> but it got to the point where um, Luke's mom was literally fighting with her on Twitter.com and telling her to stop sending pictures. It got heated. It to say the least. Words were exchanged. I do think, you know, when the the mother of the person you're sending nudes yeah. to is tweeting at you yeah. to stop sending nudes. I do feel like that's maybe when you take a step back and reevaluate like, things. Like, what am I doing with my life? But she's now a mother. 
Um, she now herself could fight with someone on Twitter. And I hope it does come full circle. I hope <laughs> one day she nice. does. That would be nice. I think that would be a really beautiful moment. God, Acacia. There were so many, like, rumors that she was involved in where it's like, did you start that? Where it's like, oh my god, Acacia's dating <laughs> Harry Styles. Yeah. And then it was like, did you? <laughs> Who told you did that? Did that originate from you? I think it might have. I'll... Just on an acacia tangent, I'll never forget when we were watching some of her YouTube videos in Prince Edward, Prince Edward Island that one summer, and she was doing a makeup tutorial, and I think about this to this day. She put her mascara, like, curled her lashes, put her mascara on, and then put eyeliner on. Yeah. And I've never been able to forget that. That's, it feels deeply deranged. Who? That's not the order. No. Of the universe. No. That's wrong. Like, I think you, there's... Makeup, you can do it a lot of different ways. You can that just feels more complicated. You can do things in a lot of different steps, however you want to. But I feel like everyone can agree on the fact that like mascara is like one of the last things you do. It's just like that. Doesn't that make it more complicated to for then you put also? eyeliner because, on? Because like you've now curled them up. I know like, now they're like in the you way. Have, like, less space to work. I don't know. I don't get it, and I don't respect it. It, I just, I can't forget that, and that's generally <laughs> what I think of whenever I think of Acacia. Acacia Brindley. Um, the last funniest moment that we have on this list is, I just have their book in quotes. <laughs> wow. We went through, my mom loves Costco. We'll emphasize that once again. Famously loves Costco. Um, the book was there, and she knows that we were... Always listening to Five Sauce. We always were watching Five Sauce. Deep into our Five Sauce phase. Yeah. So she bought that and was like, here, you guys have fun. And we did. And we did. We went through it as if we were in a little personal book club, just but shared a single book. And we read out loud chapters of the book and just laughed the whole time. There was a chapter in which Michael was talking about his like early life. His upbringing. And he made it sound like really like an awful time, but what he was describing was not awful. Like, the tone was like, feel bad for me, but it was like my mom bought me a guitar, and I was like well, that was nice. (laughs) And it's like, but it was the wrong guitar, and it's like, oh okay. (laughs) Like, he was trying to make it sound like he grew up like so destitute, and like He's from the streets. (laughs) He's from the streets, and I came from the streets with nothing. <laughs> nothing. And now I'm making hit records. Um, and yeah, and then it was just like, my parents bought me a guitar and I hated it. Like, oh, okay, okay. I, do you still own that book? I must. It must be somewhere. It's probably in the attic. Because I think we need to find it at some point and maybe bring it to the pod. <gasps> yes. And maybe do some dramatic readings. Yes. Because aside from the Michael guitar story, I can't remember a whole lot else about it. but I remember it was... So deeply funny. So deeply funny. The fact that, I mean, like, I know that they didn't, like, write it, but it's, like, the fact that there was, like, enough... Like, they were, like, popular enough at that time to, like, have this book written. It feels crazy when people of a certain age write, like, memoirs who, like, don't have a really, like, dramatic life. They're, like, like there's, 17. Like, Malala writing yeah. a book. You're, like, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. That checks out. You've that makes sense. you experienced a lot. Like, 
a 20-year-old, like, guitarist <laughs> for, like, a pop punk. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where the pop punk came from. <laughs> we certainly didn't say it and dedicate our careers to making that our thing and then be like, no, what? Who said that? But, like, you writing a book, it's like... And at that What's going point, on for you? And at that point, it's like they'd only been like really famous for like maybe two years, yeah. and so it's not even like oh, this is like like our our rise to fame and like it spans our career. Yeah. It's just like you'd been famous right for a beginning. split second, and it's like let's capitalize on this and write a book <laughs> while we can. Like it was very, it felt very. Oh bad. my god! I hope that you can find it because yeah. I really think I'm pretty sure it's in the attic. I think it has that to could be. be a really fun addition to the pod. We also had Ab- Queen Abby's book, a chapter. We from had it. an excerpt from it. I wonder if we could ever find the uh, the full it. the full book. We need it. <laughs> we need it now. Um. Yeah. Those are our top ten funniest five seconds of summer moments. Perhaps we will compile yeah. more because I mean, really, I'm they're sure endless. More. The things that they do. They're just. I know, baby. I know, baby. There. That's not that whole interview, that, but <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, they're just so funny to us. I just think they're neat. I just think <laughs> very that. I just think they're neat. I just think they're fun to make one of. Sue us. We do enjoy the Muzaks. They do have some bops. There regrettably. are bops and bangers we can't deny. Bops and bangers <laughs> abound. Um, and they're, they're just so deeply, um, funny, without yeah. even trying to. We 10,000 get... <laughs> copies. We're just working towards getting those counted. We just have gotten so much entertainment from them over the years, whether they realize it or not. <laughs> We're grateful we for the work so they've done. We're grateful. <sighs> God. God. I can't. We had tickets. We have tickets. We do for have tickets. Pit. For the pit. Next summer, pandemic be damned. <laughs> We're going. We are going. They will see our faces. Um, and that that could be another funny moment. <laughs> that could be. That could be the funny moment. That could be the funniest moment. <laughs> it could be so funny. Oh my god. Um, let us know what your funniest five seconds yes. of summer moment is. I'm sure you have some. <laughs> Just from the amount we've talked about them, you have to have some comments. You have to have one. Um, they're just so, so humorous. Let us know. In the meantime, is there anything else you want to mention? I don't think so. I think that's a good... I, I think, think we covered our top ten. That feels important to be by itself. I think so. I think this is a five sauce centric episode. It's been a <laughs> while since we've had one. And it needs to stay that way. Um, so in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. You can email us your funniest five sauce moment at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Share us some thoughts and feelings. <laughs> Share us some thoughts. <laughs> Share with us your thoughts and feelings. Um, we also have a website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. And it's deeply important that you go somewhere. To our website. Check it out. Um, we have merchandise for merchandise. You can go to our aforementioned website and click on the little merch tab and it will take you directly there. Or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com. Check out the wares that we are constantly yeah. peddling. We're peddling. 
We're pedaling so fast. Our little feet are going to fall. So hard. Um, Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable, Pocket Cast, maybe some other places. It's hard to tell. Um, If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, you can leave us a review. Send us a screenshot of it, and we'll send you some limited edition Honestly Pod stickers. Limdish. How much do we have to say it? Limited. They are so limited of edition. Get them while they're hot. They are hotter than Luke was on that stage (laughs) in Las Vegas wearing his black velvet. They're hotter than when Michael burst into flames on stage. Now that's a funny moment. (laughs) We'll get back to that another time. Stay tuned for part two. (laughs) Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye. You look so perfect standing there. Honestly is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts.